Good morning, everybody. It seems that it's not only in prayer that we need to be persistent this morning. <laughs> so everything happening at once here at home with our three little children. And um, we are trying to sort out the system and everything. I'm just sharing this feed right now. Um, okay, so please, uh, can you let us know if the sound is fine? Can you hear us? Is everything good there? I'm just going to check some, some comments. You can just let us know if you can hear what I'm saying. It seems that this time there is sound. Okay. All right. So I think I can start again with a message. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's start again. I'm going to start with um, Genesis chapter 32. And I'm going to start reading at verse 24. It says, Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. Now, that man there is, in capital letters, is God. So uh, he said in verse 25, And when the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and Jacob's thigh was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you declare a blessing upon me. The man asked him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Supplanter, schemer, trickster, swindler is what the name means. And he said, your name shall be called no more Jacob, supplanter, but Israel contender with God, for you have contended and have power with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, tell me, I pray you, what is your name? But he said, why is it that you ask my name? And the angel of the Lord declared a blessing on him there, on Jacob there. Okay, so Jacob's name was turned to Israel. And Israel's meaning is contender with God. Okay, so Jacob is a liar, a trickster, a supplanter. But he, he wanted the blessing of God. It wasn't according to the tradition of the day due to him. So he even tricked his brother into getting the blessing of his father. But he wanted the blessing of God. And there was this man that wrestled with him. And he said, I will not leave you until you pronounce a blessing on me. And he changed his name to Israel, meaning contender with God. And the whole nation of the Israelites came out of that they, God wanted them all to be contenders with God. And contending with God, meaning to really persist in faith, in pers persisting in uh, believing that God wants to bless us against all odds, persisting in faith, in knowing what God really wants for us, even though everything around us looks completely different. All right, so uh, that persistence... From Jacob, his name was changed to contender with God. Okay, so Luke chapter 11. Jesus was teaching on prayer. And then, uh, then he was praying in a certain place. And when he stopped, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Our Father who is in heaven, 
Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done in, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us daily, daily our bread, food for, for the morrow, and forgive us our sins for ourselves. Also forgive everyone who is indebted to us, who has offended us or done us wrong, and bring us not into temptation, but rescue us from evil. And he said to them, uh, which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. For a friend of mine who is on a journey has just come, and I have nothing to put before him. And he from within will answer, Do not disturb me. The door is now closed, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and supply you with anything. I tell you, although he will not get up and supply him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his shameless persistence and insistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask and keep on asking and it shall be given you. Seek and keep on seeking and you shall find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door shall be opened to you. For everyone who asks and keep on asking receives. And he who seeks and keeps on seeking finds. And to him who knocks and keep on knocking, the door shall be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a loaf of bread, will give him a stone? Or if, or if he asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, evil as you are, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask Him? Okay. So there's two things to this asking and keeping on asking. There's the persistence. Keep on, keep on until you have in your hands, in the reality, what you are asking for. Do not stop. Be persistent. Do not go grow weak and slack in the asking. Ask and ask with boldness and keep on asking. Because we know, according to Matthew chapter 6, that God knows what we need before we even ask. So we ask and we keep on asking. Okay? So it is not that God does not want to give it to us. It is not that God is deaf. God is not deaf. But the persistence is our faith reaching out towards God, receiving the thing that He has already given to us, receiving the thing that He has already prepared for us. He wants us to have it much more than you actually want to have it. So, but sometimes we ask, Lord, can I get this? And we just stop. And we never get it and we say, oh, no, I'm, I'm so disappointed and God didn't answer my prayer. No. There's something in persistence. There's something in faith. There's something in not accepting the circumstances, not accepting the reality as it is presented today, but persistently pressing through until the reality changes to the truth and you, you see the truth manifested in your life. Okay, so years ago... Um, we started praying for the sick, and not all of them got healed, but we kept on going, and more and more got healed. It's persistence, okay? So, um, 
my friend Marnus now in Ports of Sturm, he always testifies that in the beginning he prayed for deaf people and nothing happened. But he persisted. And then they started getting healed. And now I think it's, well, it's in the thousands of deaf people that got healed and daily even people getting healed in their ministry. All right, this the lockdown now, so there's not so many people coming to their premises, but I'm sure uh, if you contact him by phone, <laughs> he can pray for you for deafness also. <laughs> so, um, but what I'm saying is there was persistence. Jesus already paid the price on the cross. Everything is already given, but there's persistence in receiving, persistence in saying to God, I want this and I want it now contending with God for the blessing that God has already given to us. Okay, so years ago, uh, back in 2000, that's 20 years ago. So it was about this time, March, around about March, April, in 20, the year 2000, um, I was contending with God. And I was really hungry for the reality of Jesus Christ. Um, I felt so depressed and so, so disappointed in myself, and I had a lot of pain, walked around with a lot of pain in my heart. And uh, I said to God, listen, I see the word speaks of joy and peace. I see the Bible speaks of all these wonderful things, but I'm not seeing any of it. And I just said to God, I want, I want to receive this. I want the blessing of God. I want to be free. I don't want depression and pain and anger in me. I didn't want it. But I wanted peace and joy, and I wanted the presence of Jesus. Okay? So I went everywhere. I went to all the churches. And uh, I, did, I did a lot of courses, and I did a lot of things. But up to that point, you know, this one tried to inner heal me, and this one tried to deliver me. And um, there is real deliverance when people pray and your situation changes like that. But it's usually very quick. It's not this long weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of counseling and nothing happens. That's, I disagree with that. But the point is, I, I came back into my room, I, my hostel room at university. I closed the door and I said to God, God, I want it and I want it now. I, people can't help me, but you must help me. So I said, I want it and I want it now. So I sat there in that room, and I prayed and listened to worship music. And, you know, I obviously did go out to, to go to the bathroom and to, to eat and so on. But I didn't really go to class much and so on. But for two weeks, I was in my room. Didn't leave. sat there. I said, I want it. I want it now. I, I'm not leaving. I want it now. Okay? And something started building up in my heart. And it... I started feeling excited because I started feeling things that I, that I didn't feel before. I knew something was working. Something was happening. I didn't know what to expect because I never experienced anything before. So I, uh, I just kept on praying. And I said, Lord, I'm struggling to hear you, but I know you can hear me. So I kept on praying. And I kept on praying. I said, I want it now. And uh, this one night, I, I just said, just take it away. Okay? And I saw this vision of a glass of water with an effervescent tablet in it. And it was fizzing. And as it was fizzing, it was fizzing inside my heart. And the, all the, the pain and the anger and the depression and stuff just dissolved. 
and um, and it was like a felt like a fist pressing down from above, cracking open rock, and then it was like a rushing of river of, of a river of water flowing through me, and uh, and I started laughing, I couldn't stop laughing for three months. Um, every time I opened my mouth, it would trigger laughing, from completely uh, joyless to couldn't stop laughing. Okay, persistence in prayer. Okay, so didn't did God not want to uh, answer me the first day? No, He wanted to answer me the first day. He actually already did everything two thousand years on the cross for me, but it was for me to press through my own unbelief. It was for me to press through my own resistance within myself. It was for me to persist in the truth until I believe it so much that it just happens. <laughs> so the persistence helps us to believe that what we ask, we're actually going to get. All right. So God wants us to contend with him in prayer. God wants us to storm him almost now it's not like storming the gates of heaven it's not what i'm saying but content say god your word says i can have this and i want it in jesus name so healing or uh, provision or whatever we need god wants us to contend for the things that the word clearly says we can receive from god okay so luke chapter 19 no luke chapter 18 Also, Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they also uh, ought always to pray and not to turn coward or faint or lose heart or give up. He said in a certain city there was a judge who neither reverenced and feared God nor respected and considered man. So he was a selfish man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, protect and defend and give me justice against my adversary. And for a time he would not, but later he said to himself, Though I have neither reverence and fear for God, nor respect and consideration for man, yet because this widow continues to bother me, I will defend and protect and avenge her, lest she give me intolerable annoyance and rail on me and assault me and str or strangle me. <laughs> okay. Then the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge, judge says. So Jesus says, Take note of what this unjust guy says. And will not our just God defend and protect and avenge his elect, his chosen ones, who cry to him day and night? Will he defer them and delay help on their behalf? I tell you, he will defend and protect and avenge them speedily. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find persistence in faith on the earth? Okay, so it's not second coming when he comes again. When he visits to answer the prayer, is there persistence? So have we really uh, understood this, that it is already granted and we're not letting it go until we get it? Not getting it after you prayed once doesn't mean God said no. I'm going to repeat this. If you didn't get your answer after you prayed one time, it does not mean that God said no, he's sovereign and he just said no. It's not the truth. You need to pray. If you, if you have a scripture and you know you can receive this from God, you pray and you pray and you pray and you pray and you are persistent until you get it. All right? 
So in Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, so in Mark chapter 11, he says, Truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt at all in his heart. So that's what the persistence is about. Is you're persistent until you get it, because you are kind of pressing through your own doubt. You're persistent in asking until you believe it. So listen. Uh, be lifted up and thrown into sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that it is granted to you and you will get it. So if you ask for something and you don't really think you're going to get it, ask again until you believe you're going to get it. And ask again until you believe it is already granted to you and you're getting it. Just persistence in prayer. Ask and keep on asking. So that's the first side of keeping on asking. Ask and keep on asking. You're persistent in prayer. The other side to it is keep on asking. After you received, ask another time for something else. Don't stop asking altogether. Ask for something else. <laughs> ask for something more. There is such a great, vast inheritance in God for us. Something so wonderful, something so great that God has stored up for us. And he wants us to have it. But he says in James, you have not because you ask not. So we need to ask and we need to persist and we need to keep on asking. And I tell you, God will answer speedily. The quicker we believe it, the quicker we will have it. So, um, just a quick reference also then to Hebrews chapter 4. It says, uh, Let us then, verse 16, fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help and well-timed help coming just when we need it. There's a timing involved in this thing. God wants to answer you now. But he can't answer you now if you don't believe it's going to be now. He can't answer you now if you think it's going to take some time. He wants to answer you speedily. Be persistent. Get it. The more persistent you are, the quicker you're going to get it. All right. So, one last thought. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 6 says, Laboring together as God's fellow workers with him, then we beg of you not to receive the grace of God in vain. So, the grace of God is a purpose. And we need, we need to go with the grace of God and let the power of it manifest it says that merciful kindness by which god exerts his holy influence on souls and turns them to christ keeping and strengthening them do not receive it to no purpose for he says in the time of favor i have listened to and heeded your call in the time of favor there's a time of favor we are in the time of favor 
So we're going to limit God if we're going to believe it's not our time. But if we believe it is our time of favor, we're going to get the answer speedily, and we're going to get well-timed help coming just when we need it. Okay. In the time of favor of an assured welcome, I have listened to and heeded your call, and I have helped you on the day of deliverance, the day or the time of deliverance. Behold, now is truly the time of a gracious welcome and acceptance of you from God. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of your salvation. Your time is now. The time for the answer of your prayer is now. So ask now with persistence. Ask now with boldness. Ask now with freedom. Ask and keep on asking. And ask and believe that what you have, what you say you will receive. Ask and believe that it is already granted to you. Persistence in prayer. And God will answer speedily. <laughs> it's not going to take a long time. When we are resolute in the fact that we are receiving from God, from God what is already done at the cross, already granted to us, we receive our answers and we receive it speedily. All right, so I hope this message does something for you. I hope it blessed you. So uh, I really pray that God will lift you up and strengthen you and give you joy and give you peace. Let the peace of God reign over your hearts and minds. Let there be no fear in you. And we'll speak about all those things. Um, so uh, on Monday, I spoke on life. We will continue that message a little bit later. I wanted to, to speak on certain scriptures and and uh, then we had to work for a couple of days to get all these things ready for lockdown. But, um, but we are ready now. Okay, so um, we have a guest in our home for this time. It is Rina Grunewald from uh, George. And uh, she is going to, in about 20 minutes time, she's going to do a teaching also. But it's going to be on her page. Um, Burning Lights Ministries on Facebook. So if you want to tune in to watch that, uh, you're welcome and you will really be blessed in doing so. Okay, so uh, be sure to tune into Rina's message a little bit later. And uh, thank you for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow morning at 9. Please like, please share. If you haven't um, liked our page yet, please like the page and uh, follow everything and you know smiley face and hearts and whatever <laughs> and please comment send us messages we would like to pray with you and uh, bless you and thank you for watching we really love you and we want to encourage you with the word of god in this time bless you we'll see you again amen <laughs>